Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. Well, hello guys, ladies and gents. How are we doing today? We wanted to get a new podcast out because we felt, I felt like the last one was so bad that I got to get something else out there. We've, we've been busy fucks. We haven't had time to really get with you guys. Hope your week's been going well. It's just Monday, but this was the most Mondayest Monday that ever Mondayed. I don't know about you guys. What happened in your Monday? Oh man, it was, it was just bad. I got, got one employee that decides like she works when she wants to and, uh, just totally takes advantage, you know, says she's going to get her damn nails done and shows up two hours later and just makes me want to choke her out. go get her nails done while she was... It was her, it was her lunch break. Like, usually it only takes 45 minutes. She was gone for two hours and I finally had to text her. Where the fuck are you? Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize what time it was. Yes, it's because you don't give a fuck. That's why. Because <laughs> you really don't give a fuck. Yeah, well... That's the joys of being the boss, right? It's the joys of being the boss. Yeah, nobody nobody gets it. You know, I had I had an employee a long time ago that was a lot like that, and then they gave her her own office. And about approximately two weeks in, she called me. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I had no idea what you deal with. I think you had something like that with an employee. Sure, absolutely. When they they just started doing a little bit of what I do, and then you know, come back to me and it's like, I'm sorry, I was such an asshole. I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm so sorry. Just the sheer pressure of. No matter what happens, it's always your fault, and it's always on you to fix it. Just that alone. Not only everything that we do, you know, as far as, like, being the, the face of the company and the people person that we are. And, and Man, I had two shit sandwiches before lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you wasn't even fucking hungry. Straight up two shit sandwiches before lunch. No, I wasn't hungry. I wasn't hungry. I didn't eat lunch until 4 o'clock. It's because you were so nauseous from the shit sandwiches. Yeah. Damn dogs are really barking. Yeah, I heard something. I thought it was a kid, but they are in the shower. So what else happened? Tomorrow come back? Yep. So he's uh he's enjoying enjoying married life. And uh I, I realized today how blessed I am to have such a fantastic cook as a husband. I was I was shown a picture of, of Merle's husband's food uh that he so kindly prepared for him and it was like potatoes that he tried to bake and like halfway peeled and put a slice of american cheese on one of them and like fucking broiled it like oh. turned the oven to broil on accident so they were like charcoal potatoes and then like he posted on facebook like how proud of himself that he was that he made that for merle and i was like oh honey uh, <laughs> you're such a good cook and you know merle's just gotta he's gotta eat that He's got to eat that and pretend like he loves it. I know. I asked Merle, I'm like, I hope you can cook, buddy. And he's like, yeah, I'm a good cook. I can throw down in the kitchen. I'll throw it down. Do you remember that cake you cooked me for my birthday? Oh, God. Oh, it was so bad. It was like a, a pudding cake or, or a jello Here, cake. Here's what happened. Take a strawberry cake and poke a bunch of holes in it with a toothpick, and then you yeah. pour jello yep. when it's still liquid. You pour it down in there, and it kind of like gels and makes the cake all moist and delicious and well being broke as fuck as we were at the time uh i mean we're, we're still kind of broke but at the time it was it the struggle was real so i only had like enough milk to make one batch of the pudding it was like pudding icing or some shit and i yeah the, the I icing scorched, was like vanilla pudding i scorched the fuck out of the milk and i made it anyway and then it, i knew it tasted bad but i was hoping to like camouflage the flavor with some extra kool-aid that i put on top and so like i sprinkled legit straight kool-aid out of a kool-aid pouch which i didn't think at the time like it doesn't have any sugar in it so you've come it a long way like with your cooking bitter you've come a long way with your cooking you, you used to i still can't bake a cake but i can fry you some chicken you make good soups too i can make shit on a shingle i got good one soup i make one soup not plural one i got one. Oh, i make good soups don't I? you make all kinds of soups i can make 
what is it, loaded baked potato soup with the roux and all that fancy shit? Yeah, I'm real good at that. So I'm kind of anxious to see what all Merle has to get eat. If dude was proud of it and he actually gave it to him, like with a smile, like presented it to him. Yeah, like, what do you say? What do you say to that? Do you say thank you, sir? Say thank you and eat it. (laughs) I mean, you know, me and you just kind of giggled the first the first meal you cooked and the potatoes were raw and the steak was a little burned and cooked it on a little. Yeah, I hadn't cooked a meal like that in like I don't know three four years. I hadn't really been doing great, man. Yeah, steak was overcooked. Potatoes were raw, but that was the first meal. That was on the where I. Um, fed you on the microwave dish. Yeah, yeah. The dish out of the microwave was one of our plates. Yeah, we didn't have any real dishes at that point. Pretty sure we had plastic silverware too. Yeah. Pretty sure. But if, if you remember, the peppers and onions and mushroom that I cooked was fantastic. Yeah, and the salad was good. <laughs> the salad was real good. Was Just real the meat good. and potatoes was bad. It's the joys of, you know, we, growing up together and, and me learning how to cook. You know, you, you already knew how to cook. You were just a little rusty, that's all. You, you were knowledgeable. Yeah. Not My mom taught me how to cook because we always had to cook for ourselves. She was mm-hmm. gone a lot, and me and Brian had to. Had See, to but that doesn't always mean that like you're gonna be a good cook. Like if your parents don't cook for you, because Dad didn't really cook for me, but I eventually learned only when I got with you. Like I never learned to fend for myself as far as food went. Like I could make I could make hamburger helper. Dude, I was having my friends over and grilling for them when I was in high school. Like, I'd, have, I'd invite my friends over, like, when my parents left town, or would be gone, mm-hmm. and we'd sit outside and drink beer and barbecue. Barbecue. Grill, grill hamburgers and stuff. Well, Mess with the fire. So, uh, tell me more about your shitty Monday. Oh, man, so, let's see. Square one, go to work. So, I did a job about eight months ago for these ladies, or this, this foreign couple, I think they're from, uh, they're not Germany, but... It's not Russia either. It's a small one, like they're either Czech or Ukraine? something like that. I don't remember, but they're super foreign, right? Mm-hmm. They got a cool story. Uh, if I can, if I could remember it, maybe next time I'll remember some of that story and try to get that together because it's really cool. It's worth sharing. But um, I guess I sprayed these cabinets, and the the finish was coming off the. Off of the um, shoe molding at the bottom, like mm-hmm. it's not sticking. They said it's peeling, but I don't know, man. I think it's where the motherfuckers are kicking it. Like, mm-hmm. It's been eight months since I did that job, and, mm-hmm. and people walk by and kick it, and then they're like, well, this paint came off. Damn. Stop kicking it or banging it up with your mop or, you know, whatever right. it is that you're doing. Cause Run that's... the vacuum into it, and it's like, this paint's peeling. <laughs> well, what happens? Well... And it's painted, too. You know, our cabinets, they... And it's all the way in Anderson, too, so it's, like, an hour away, and I just got to go look at it. But, and that particular customer, like, it was a contracted job that I got from another guy, and that guy had got me another job, and I don't really like doing work for him because, like, he tries to blame... Who was it you talking about? I'm not going to say his name. No. No, okay. Uh, but he, like... You know, we painted this hundred-year-old house, and he said the customer come back mad as shit. And mad he's at, a finger pointer. That's yeah, he's, he's a, a finger he's pointer. a finger pointer. You know, basically put it on on us that the boards were kind of moving and flexing, like with temperature. Uh huh. So anything, you know, he didn't want to take credit for that himself. So mm-hmm. we went in there, repainted it, and she still wasn't happy. Go figure. Mm-hmm. That wasn't the problem. And then I had another one. Um. I painted the trim the wrong color in this bathroom. 
Well, I hey, totally at least did it's it. just a bathroom. Yeah, I totally did it, and um, I had. Did you go look at that one today? I finished it. I redid it. I, I repainted the door, and then hey, problem they, one solved. That's they, what we do. They had solve problems. The contractor had got it down to just one. I just wanted me to run the crown, and when I ran the crown mold and ran it, the rest of it looked like shit, so I went ahead and ran it. I just ran the whole bathroom. Dude was super happy. That's like, nice. that's good business. That's, that's a winning. You know, I, I, I did make the mistake on that one. That one wasn't mm-hmm. my fault, so. Yeah. And they were going to let me out kind of easy, and I still, mm-hmm. like, I just ran it. So, that one was done. Um, I wasn't sure this morning when you were telling me about all the, there was stuff with the kids, and it's like, I gotta get them here, and then we gotta get them there, and just the logistics of that kind of got me frustrated, but I was already frustrated with that other stuff, mm-hmm. so sorry if I seem flustered. Oh, no, I totally get it. And, like, I didn't mean to be all vague as fuck with you. I was just trying to make sure you knew, like, I was going to handle that. Because that's what we do for each other, you know? Busy parents, they both, we both have full-time jobs. We both run companies. Um, everything that goes wrong at work is on us, you know, because we, we run that shit. And sometimes it... It is difficult with logistics to make sure that the kids still get to have fun and, you know, we, we take them to go do stuff because our schedule is insanity. I mean, it, it, every day, you know, it's getting home late and trying to, you know, make sure we, we have decent meals and, you know, make sure nobody dies. Like, that's important, you know. But that the kids still get to do fun stuff because e- even though we both work a lot, I feel like we, we make valiant efforts every day to make sure we do family stuff and and it works out well. The kids seem to have a good time at, at mm-hmm. their little horse camp that they went to, where they got to. Lisa said that they were right up on horse. She said, "We didn't. I didn't even think we would be riding horses the first day." And mm-hmm. I guess Linda tossed them right up there on one. She, she sure did. Yeah. How old is she? Linda, she's about eighty. <laughs> She'll whoop your ass. She's still out there tending to the horses, working the farm. She feeds them every day, twice a day. Mm-hmm. That keeps her going. I mean, it's just it's awesome the way she does shit. Excuse me there, I had a message come through. <laughs> yeah, uh, Linda, I, I learned how to ride horses from her, and she is, she's pretty much a badass. Like, one time she broke her forearm, like, a legitimate, it wasn't a compound fracture, but fucking almost. Like, her, <laughs> I mean, she was holding, like, feed buckets on her forearms, and I remember seeing this big thing, like, poking out from underneath the skin. I was like, Linda, what does it matter? And she's like, I don't know, I fell on my arm a few weeks ago. <laughs> And she, she never went to the doctor for it. She, like, wrapped that shit and kept working. Like, that's that's the kind of 80 that I want to be. <laughs> i got to show you this. Let's see if this thing keeps working when we're, okay. when we're not. I think it is. I think it keeps recording. All right. got let's... to show you dude man's foot. He, like, fell 12 foot from a ladder. Oh, God. And A painter like you? Yeah. And when he did, he landed, like, you know how you twist your ankle? Like, like he laying kind of oh, God. foot oh, sideways. God. I'm scared. Yeah, it's ugly. It's ugly. Oh, no. It's like one of the ugliest things I've ever seen. Oh, no. Oh, this is going to be bad. Yeah, I always, I guess I take for granted, like, how seriously injured you can become doing what you do. I mean, I realize, like, I know that you climb ladders every day, and I can only imagine. I, I recently developed a mild fear of heights, and I notice it, like, when I get up on the, get up on the ladder, like, all of a sudden my butthole puckers up. Oh my, who is that? Hayward. Hayward did that? <gasps> oh my god, guys, I know you can't see this, but this. The blisters, he's got blisters Why on it. Why does he have blisters? And I read in there, <laughs> I guess because of that. the fracture. 
Oh my god, poor Hayward, man. Yeah, so he's out for a little while. I've never for seen a any. Oh yeah, I've never god. seen any blisters like that. He says <laughs> they're called fracture blisters. I have no fractures, but it's where the bone almost went through the skin. Holy Jesus! Yeah, anything There's that guy needs. Definitely man. fracture blisters. May want to have it re-X-rayed in a day or so. Foot fractures are notorious for hiding in the first X-ray. Take it easy. Hope you feel better soon. There's people in there telling him take Percocets and oh, swallow man. swallow it with some scotch. <laughs> oh man, oh that's that's. It looks like you got bit by a fucking rattlesnake. Like that's how bad his ankle is just black and purple. His toes are black. So he said that his foot was completely. Like Turn he, to the side. Well, he said when he looked down, he could see the bottom of his boot because his foot was out of place. He said he, he reached down in there and cranked it back oh into place. Oh, my God. I he said one of his guys almost passed out when he seen him do it. And then he went to the ER. Like, he's he's a tough SOB, though. I can't even imagine. Like, I can't. That, that My head doesn't even wrap around that. Like, I've, I've seen... I've seen some bad accidents, like in person, where, where people got legitimately injured, you know, and one, one of them was riding horses, and, and that, uh, there was a girl, we were at, like, this, this huge horse show, and I was on my horse, and there was a few others that were, like, running down this hill, well, this girl, like, went up ahead of us, and there was a giant log in the middle of the fucking field, and she decided that she was gonna try to make her horse jump it going downhill, well, he said, fuck you, and, like, put his arms down, you know, put put his front legs down and shot her up in the air and I watched her, her catapulted her. I watched her both of her arms her her hands hit first and both of her arms at the elbow just snapped with bones out. Like it was the most horrific accident I've ever seen. And all you could hear like she was silent for a minute. But when she came to, like screaming and vomiting. I mean just instant screaming vomiting. and vomiting. She just started I mean like her bones the, 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 the intensity of the pain, man, both of her arms snapped and like elbows it joints out, blood squirting everywhere, like she was just <clears throat> it was so bad. It was so bad. How'd you do? What'd you do? I mean, did you go oh, call somebody yeah. Yeah. or, or oh, was yeah. you the only person that seen it? No, there was like three of us there, but all of us, you know, one of us got off the horse and stayed with her and then I, it, we rode back up and, and caught somebody and thankfully there was an ambulance already there because it was a big event. There was like, you know, 200 people there and usually shit goes wrong. <laughs> Things like that when there's a ton of horses and... Well, you think, uh, you know, they always say don't fall on your hands, but what if she fell on her head? She'd be dead. She probably would have fell on her head. Yeah, you know, like, you ever heard, like, don't... You, yeah, you you don't want to, like... They say don't brace yourself when you go to fall, but, man, that happened to me when we were at the skating rink. I didn't brace myself, and I clocked my head so hard on that that wood floor, I thought I was about to knock myself out. It was a concussion, though. It was bad. Yeah, I saw stars. I saw those little fucking Tweety Bird. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah, it was legit. Had a big old bruise on my chin from that one. Oh, man, that time that I was pushing Lisa... Me and we were skating circles, and Lisa was just learning to skate. She was probably like nine years old, and I was going pretty fast, a lot faster than I should have been for my level of skating expertise. And <laughs> you're not a seasoned skater. No, I can get up a lot of speed, but I can't stop. And so, like, I'm pushing her. And we come around the corner, and I was doing a thing where you like cross over your feet, mm -hmm. you know, and trying to look all fucking so. Well, I was trying to get <laughs> trying, trying to get going faster, more than I was trying to look cool. But <laughs> I, uh, I pushed her because I was making her go fast, and and she started to slip, and then I started to slip, and then she fell, and I 
just fell right on her, man. I mean, like, skate to the head. You body slammed. Yeah, we both head. limped off of the skating rink. You know, she was crying, and I was like... She's like, you pushed me down. Yeah, and then I got that, that label, because I pushed her down. And she goes and tells everybody, Daddy pushed me down when we were skating. Makes it sound like I was picking on her. Man. Oh, I wouldn't have done that. No, never. I heard Sydney cried at, at horse camp a little bit today. So did Danica. I think Sid got fussed out for something, and uh, I asked Linda, you know, if Sydney was good, and she didn't have anything bad to say, but <laughs> Danica was just... She cried, too. She cried a little bit. She got scared. Danica got scared. Horses are scary, man. Yeah, they scare the shit out of me. Still. They're they're scary. They can they can bite, you know. They're unpredictable. You know, it's wild, wild animals. That's That's why, you know, I like riding them so much, because you never know what's going to happen. You never know, man. God, I keep looking at that picture. That oh, no, I gotta take that foot off of there. It's so bad. It's terrible. Oh, we got little little minions coming this way. Yes, They're getting in the house. We're coming in a minute. We're coming in. I promise. Can you give me a hug? Not just a minute. We'll come in and give you sugars in like five minutes. Brush your teeth. Brush your teethus. And go potty. Good job. Good job, Bob. <laughs> Man, I was in this house today, and then I was in another customer's house, and I was finishing up the job, and I forgot two pieces here, and so I had to come back here. From where? And get another hinge from Traveler's Rest. Oh, that's not too far. It wasn't too far, but I wasn't going to be done with it, so I had to go back here and then back up to his place. Nice. And I'm like, he's got a sister. No, 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 take that back. His wife's sister lives in Jordan and is a teacher there. And her husband lives there, and I don't know if he's in the military or why they live in Jordan, but they live in Jordan, and, like, every time I see people like that, I'm like, you're just a better human being than me. What, That's because how, they live in Jordan? Well, because, like, mean? they're willing to go live in Jordan and teach kids, you know, like, third world country kids, like, you know, English and teaching Do they have small children? Yeah, they got a baby. How the fuck are they doing that, then? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I would want to do that to my kids. Like, I guess. For for. But me, you know, it's probably raising better people because our kids, you know, they got it easy and don't appreciate nothing. But you know, a kid like that that grows up seeing that kind of stuff, helping others, probably helping others, and seeing you know where you really could be in life. Mm -hmm. Like it's like Joe Rogan said, you know, we just got a lucky roll of the dice. I mean, mm -hmm. shit, we was poor and stuff, but we weren't like third world country poor. Mm -hmm. We still had food and we still got a pair of shoes every year. And, but it was just a lucky roll of dice. Those kids, you know, that live in huts or mm -hmm. live in the desert. I don't know much about Jordan, though. Maybe it's not a desert. Is Pretty it sure desert? it's super sandy and hot as fuck. You know, I don't know my geography. I'm not. We have no grandiose like misconception of where I am at with with that shit. <laughs> Fucking, you tell me to get to Gaffney from wherever I'm at. I have no idea. You're not the best at geography. No, and that's but, okay. But yeah, man, I know my I, strengths. I, those kind of people interest me because, you know, they can come here like they're appreciating the regular stuff. Oh, that was a job. Uh, their appreciation for regular stuff is much more grand than, than like some people's. You know, I have some people that really get upset about a little bit of missed paint or a little nick in something. Oh, it's, that, it's crazy. It's you know, crazy. They just don't appreciate 
what they have and don't appreciate life. And, you know, if nothing else, this job's taught me, mm-hmm. you know, to, because I've got to see the difference in people, mm-hmm. you know, because when you go and enrich people's houses all the time and then you go in a, you know, look for maybe people more like us. Yeah. You know, you can see the people that, that just get so bent out of shape over, you know, their stuff. They're materialistic and it's got to be perfect. And, and like to the point where they get physically irate and sick about it. Yeah. Like their fucking blood pressure goes up. They'll make it, it'll ruin their whole week. Like not just day. Right. It'll ruin their whole week and they'll tell all their yeah. fucking friends, man, I can't believe this chapter. I never want to live like that, man. If you ever see me like where I'm that bothered, I gotta go let her dog out and barking. <laughs> Fletcher, uh, our great Dane, is is crying at the door. We got to let him let him out so he can come hang with us. But yeah, like I don't I don't want to be I don't I don't ever want to you know raise raise kids that are super ungrateful. You know I try to make them help people and I try to you know when we see someone that that's struggling you know instead of like mommy what's wrong with them like well, Sydney what can you do to help you know what can we do to help them you know we try to be we try to be helpers we like i like i want to raise helpers would you ever do that people would to give a shit go to another country and try to help people like teach kids and stuff i did once where'd you go oh, oh you went on the Elutera. mission trip i went i went on a 10 or 10 or 14 day trip did, to elutera mission trip where they got stuck down there in yeah, Haiti? yeah yeah they got stuck down there i mean it was like it was dangerous where we were streets. at yeah. they were riding in the streets and they couldn't get the airplanes out it's it's crazy. That's some crazy shit. Like and they're, they're and the riots are so like, bad. Like you can't even travel to the place where they have the airplane ready for you to leave. Like you can't. You you just gotta stay where you're at. That's not an option. Oh, it's so I, bad. My hat's my hat is off to people that that do that. You know, for a living, those, those customers that you're working for, and and that's that's amazing. That's amazing. Well, I don't think I could do it. I mean, like. It's it's pretty shallow, you know. I realize how shallow that is, and that kind of makes me a shitty human. But like, I don't know if it's as much shallow as it is. Like, for me, the reason I don't want to go do shit like that is because of the the risk. Like my my. You don't want to get kidnapped by Al Qaeda. I I don't want my kids to get kidnapped by anybody. You know, like it's Al Qaeda in Jordan. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I'd say say you're right. Across the fucking narrow sea. The Triangle of Death. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was that what it was called, that movie? Uh, the... No, it wasn't The Triangle of Death. It was the... The Ocean of Fire. No, on um, that movie... Hidalgo. Was, I don't think we're talking about the same movie. You're not talking about the horse thing with the 3,000-mile the horse... The Great Race? No, I'm talking nope. about... Um, Jonah... Jonah Hill... Oh, Seth yeah, 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 yeah. That was the was triangle was of Seth death, Rogen yeah. That was Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill and... Uh, that other guy. I don't remember his and name. He Bradley was Cooper he was, was great, too. Bradley Cooper was in that, yeah. yeah Bradley Cooper was in it. I dogs. War Dogs. War Dogs. War Dogs. Great flick. If you haven't yeah, seen it, you need to watch it. I loved it. It was good. But they were going through the... Was it the triangle of death? The triangle of death, yeah. It, it's an epic thing to, to go to a to a place like that where just everything is... You just can't imagine life being like that on a daily basis. You know, we went for either 10 or 14 days. I was 17 and we gathered, like I went door to door in all the neighborhoods close to my parents' house and I gathered like sports equipment and we took it to Eleutera and we had, um, it's, it's in the Bahamas, but it's like the non, it's yeah, it's the non-tourism side and there was like broken glass everywhere and alcoholism was rampant and like there's a rule there that if you build a building like over 36 inches tall, 
So you can like literally stack bricks, right? If you stack bricks over 36 inches tall, you own the fucking land that it's on. So you'll see like all these random like buildings that never get done, like just these random little little things and it's just you know they're like this is mine (laughs) what if they get a deed and they like it it stays theirs forever or until somebody else comes in and moves their bricks i don't know i don't know is that true that's what i remember being told i don't know that's what i remember being told but that was also a long time ago and my brain's been a little bit mush since then but uh just a little just a little yeah like the kids there they were they were amazing it was it, it looked to me like they were children from Ethiopia. Like, the skinniness. They looked like the kids that were on the hunger commercials. Like, pot-bellied. Like, you could tell that they had been starving. None of them had shoes. Like, they were the most appreciative kind. Sarah McLachlan did the animals, or does she do kids? Animals. Animals, okay. She makes you cry. But I still think of that song. Yeah. That song when Sarah McLachlan comes up and the song is... (laughs) <laughs> You're like, change the channel. <laughs> How do you say her last name? Sarah. McLaughlin? No. That's Sarah McGlock. Uh, oh, God. You got me messed up. McLaughlin? 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 No. Sarah McLaughlin. McLaughlin. McLaughlin? Sarah McLaughlin? I don't fucking know. I don't think you're right. I think it's McLaughlin. In oh, shit, I don't know. In the arms <laughs> of the angels. That one. Yeah. That's a terrible song. I mean, it's a good song, I guess, if that's your kind of shit, but like... You know what song that was? Mm-mm. That was the song that played during my first wedding. And I only after realized it was about suicide. <laughs> oh, my God. It couldn't have been more fitting. <laughs> I was telling my mom about you and your first wedding where you was drunk on the horse. Oh, yeah. That was great. Yeah, I told mom about that, and she just laughed. Drank about a liter of Southern Comfort. <laughs> it did not comfort me. You rode in on a white horse? I sure did. Side saddle and everything. I was just talking about that Johnny Cash line where he's talking, he's reading scripture from the Bible and yeah. he's like, "Behold, a pale horse <laughs> <laughs> with a pale chick on it." <laughs> yeah. But anyway, back to the to the Alutera story. So that was that was really neat to go down there, and we um, had sports camps for the kids where we taught them like how to play basketball. We had a uh, a football one, so we got to play like you know soft contact football with these kids and like teach them how to play sports like they they don't even get to watch them on tv because nobody has tvs like it's i had a bottle of sunscreen and this little boy walked up to me and apparently he had seen we were doing the baseball thing he squirted the sunscreen into his hands and put it on the baseball bat because he thought it was he had seen some kind of white substance you know that they he thought it was chalk and then he tried to <laughs> tried to use the baseball bat and oh, it like shit. slid out of his hand because it was slippery as fuck. And uh, it'd be pretty wild. I was like, "That's not that's not a man. It's um, you know, it's it's definitely sunscreen." But yeah, that was like it was such a neat, it was a neat place to go. Like the church that that I sang in, I was, I was part of the the praise band. And Can you hit uh, a note right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, you always go for the Michael Jackson. <laughs> um, but it was super cool. They had like wooden, um, they were, the church was made out of dirt and they did not have glass windows. It was just like these holes that they carved out inside of the church. And so like when we were singing, the, the music just went all the way down the street and like people flocked from the entire town into the church, which was, which was super cool. Yeah. They came in with their 50s, their uh, 40s, I mean, 50s, their 40s 
of Boys. whatever malt liquor they, okay. they got a hold of. Okay, I didn't know if you talking about like pistols or a booze. They probably have pistols on them. I wouldn't put it, put it past anybody. you got to be armed in a place like that. I've always heard that if you go to Jamaica, or like, like Jamaica and Cancun, mm-hmm. like we told Carrie, stay in the resort. Like, mm-hmm. don't get out and go walk around unless you're you know, ready. With somebody or packing. It sucks that, you know, places have, have gotten somewhat of a bad rap that way. But, you know, I mean, it wouldn't take... I don't I don't believe it would take a whole lot for America if, if society broke down at any level for us to turn into that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, when they were talking about people really losing was. their fucking disability, you know, if they stopped giving people disability checks... Most of the people that receive disability currently have fucking guns. What do you think would happen you if they were starving? Be, uh, oh, yeah, it would be fucking mad chaos, man. They, they'd be, I, and I can't even be mad at them because if, if I had if I had a fixed income and I knew that was the only income I had and I wasn't able to work, but I had guns, you're damn right I would do what I had to do to feed myself and feed my family. Like, I hate that. Like, I couldn't even be mad at them. You'd be out there robbing people? Oh, wouldn't you? I don't know. I got good enough friends that would help me. Like I don't. But if it was if it was like across, I don't know, man. Across I might just... society, like if it happened to everyone, I'm sure we would band up with our friends. I wouldn't rob our friends, obviously, but like I think that it's everyone. Like that the... movie where where dude made show. So what was the name of that movie? Oh, what was the name of it? What? This is the How It Ends. How it ends. How yeah. it ends. I mean, that was a pretty good flick. Wasn't happy with the ending, but it was a pretty good flick. It's that on Forrest Netflix. Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, crazy eye. Crazy eye. Forrest Whitaker. Love him. Great actor. Fletcher, man, what are you doing? Get out of here. Oh, he just wants to hang out with us. Lala! So we're at 30 minutes. Do you want to keep going? you want to wrap it up? What do you want to do? Um, I'm down. I'm down. Let's wrap it up. I, I, mean, I appreciate you guys it's, listening. It's a good, I think this one went better. To our crazy we'll day. We'll keep uh, getting better at this, and I'll start trying to not stutter when I speak and get all my thoughts clear and try to cut down on some of my redneckery. Cut down on the redneck ring, mother. I'm trying so hard, but this southern accent is just part of me. It's part of you. It's in, it's in your... It's in everything. I'm tired. I'm ready to take it to the bed. Aw. All right. Well, hey, guys. Thanks for listening. And uh, y'all stick with us. We're going to get better at this. Appreciate you listening. Good night. Bye.